What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? They say it's all or nothing. Turns out, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the best opening you've had this year. Thank you. Um, it's it's sad to say, <laughs> but these last six to eight weeks have been a big nothing burger. Especially, I, I have to say this. I'm going to give kudos to the editors because the way they edit the previews, they made it juicy, juicy. Can I? <laughs> let me give props to the editors right off the top because, well... This may or may not be the last episode we cover of this season. We're definitely not covering next episode because that's past cast come together and talk mass. And no, maybe we'll watch it. We definitely won't. Cover yes, it, I right? will be watching. <laughs> okay. But here's the props to the editors. Therese and I decided we discussed like maybe we won't cover the reunion. Definitely not going to cover this regroup of past cast. But. They run the previews of <laughs> next week and the reunion. Teresa's is like, I think we need to cover it. I think this, this is crazy. I need to know what's going to happen. We need to talk about it. I'm like, they got you. They got you again. I mean, it's probably going to be nothing. But now I'm like, oh, my gosh. Is Clint and Gina, are they going to be back together? What about Chuck and Kirsten? What is happening? I'm proud. I'm, I'm sure that it's nothing once again. If... If if you learn anything from history, it's nothing. Guys, on this episode, on today's episode, we finally saw Clint and Dom making out. But it was a bet created by freaking Nicole where Gina was cheating on them. We were right. We the only reason I'm happy that that was the outcome was because it means we were correct. About that it wasn't just like, oh, they got drunk yeah. and, and made out in a corner while no one was watching. We we're like, I bet you it's a bet or it's producer driven or cast driven. And it was. Spoiler alert, if because we know a lot of people, you guys have messaged us and thank you. A lot of people say, listen, we don't watch the season anymore. We just listen to you guys. And we love it. Like, shout out to our friend Nanette. Yes, she, she about 30 <laughs> minutes, no, 15 minutes and she's like, I'm over this, but I'll listen to you guys. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So spoiler alert. um, That's what the whole makeout sesh was. That's what that tease was. It was a bet. The bet didn't make sense. And we could talk about it later if you want, but that's not how bets work. No. Let's save it for the end. So at least we aren't. Yeah. But that was the, that was the grand finale of this whole freaking season because it sucked. Bland finale. That's what I call it. But I have to say, I'm. Besides Dom and Mac, they all are freaking friends. We don't see that too often, especially the couples who didn't make it. Yeah. They don't all hang out together. I hoped when I signed up for this that I would find someone I liked. Turns out I found someone I loved and ate friends. That's nice. It's nice, but why do I have a feeling no one else thinks Chris is their friend? I think, I think he's fine. He's oh, I don't think anyone's calling him up. I don't think Shaq 
Clint. I don't think anyone's calling him up to be like, hey, Chris, let's go. I, I think they I think they hang out. All right. I honestly think like I, I'm not the biggest Chris fan. I'm not. But I think he was he portrayed himself a certain way and he wasn't it. And that's why we all hated him. But meanwhile, he was just a, he was a regular dude, a little bit selfish. We all are. And that's fine. He just came into this like, oh, my gosh, let me look like a goody goody. And then he didn't, which would, would have been OK if he didn't talk about it all the time. Same yeah. with Nicole. She came into this saying, I'm nuts. I'm crazy. No one can stand me. And then she turned out to be pretty normal. So all they gave themselves these labels when they entered this marriage game or whatever you want to call it. And then they didn't live up to it. And we all like, look at these morons. Chris just has no personality. That's why I don't see anyone saving his number on speed dial. I don't think I don't think they're besties, especially because he's married. The rest of the guys are single, ready to mingle. Mm -hmm. But I think they're fine in a group setting. Sure. Yeah. Sure. For sure. All right. We'll get into more of it in a second. Before we do, real quick, follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We have fun over there. We share memes over there. We love talking with you guys. Again, shout out to Nanette. Thanks for calling in and telling us you're done watching, but you will continue to listen. Yeah. Uh, message us all of your thoughts, all anything you got. You can message us at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, join us on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We're in the thick of love and paradise. Not sure what's coming up next, but I have some thoughts. I don't know if it's a love in paradise, but it's a paradise to watch. We love watching. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it is. I don't know if it's love in paradise, but we love watching. Yeah. Something like that. Eh, we'll workshop well, let's it. Go with, let's go with my version. Okay, you go with your version. Um, <laughs> so that's on the Patreon now. We're I don't know if we're halfway through or if we're nearing the end. Who knows? But... I'm enjoying it, and I think there's a couple things on the horizon. We'll have to decide and check the dates and figure out what's going to come after that. But join the Patreon if you want more content, patreon.com slash married to reality. Also, make sure you follow the podcast right here, wherever you're listening. You want to do it because no matter what we drop, when we drop it, if it's on the free feed, you'll get it immediately if you're following the podcast. so easy to do. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as... The puppies. Ooh. Oh, Super they were cute. so cute. I couldn't watch. I did. And then I went on Pathfinder immediately. Super cute. <laughs> I usually go on Pathfinder when I watch maths during the during breaks. Pathfinder is, is Tinder for married women. It is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, smash it like it says hot as those pups. John is very judgmental of pets on Pathfinder. Sure. I always show you and you go, swell. And I'm like, can we get him? You're like, no. Why even have a photo if it's not to be judged? <laughs> right? You don't like interesting looking pets. I love all I want is an interesting looking pet. But I showed you the pet yeah. with like the the different colored nose. You were like, oh, what is well. this? Uh, yeah, a marble nose or whatever. Yeah, the marble nose. No. Um, marble rye. But okay, smash it like it says <laughs> hot as those pups. And last but not least, if you haven't left the review, please do. You guys know we love the love. You guys are leaving the reviews and we can't thank you enough. But if you haven't left one, please do so then I can thank you. And if it's a five-star review and you write something nice, we'll read it on the 90 Day Fiance podcast. Yes. All right. <laughs> That's the housekeeping. Let's do it. Let's get into it. This is... 
This is the finale. They called it the finale. Finally. Finally. It's finally. Married at First Sight, <laughs> season 16, episode number... 159. Finally, we've reached the end. 19 but, days after decision day. But it's not the end. It's not the end. There's, oh, there's many more episodes. <laughs> Nine, <laughs> it's, it's one of the ends. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay. It took us nearly three weeks post-decision day. That's eight, nine, ten, eleven weeks. But we finally got our first Hank interview. <laughs> we, if you wanted to turn this season around, you, you make Hank an expert or you make, you know how on uh, 90 Day Tell Alls, they now have like Tim and Veronica. Yeah, you get, nothing. You get okay. Hank. As a com as a commentator for the yeah, season, and you put peanut butter in his mouth, put, so it looks like he's actually talking. You put peanut butter in his mouth. You give him like a director's chair or something. <laughs> you would have turned this season right highest ratings since season one, probably. Hank is such a swell dog. It's just like Ultimate. it's not just the breed. Like I, I like the golden poodle doodles, but. I'm not sure if I was before. I was like, oh my gosh, that's a dog I would love to have. I'm like swell. But now I'm like, so swell. It's his personality and it's the name. It's the name? It's the name. It's, and it's his. I was going to say, it's the fact that he's big. I mm. love big dogs. Okay. And I cannot lie. All right, please don't. <laughs> it's also, and I do want to give most credit where credit is due, and that is Hank. It's also his relationship with Clint. Oh, yeah. That, that father and dog son love. That, that <laughs> adds to it. Yeah, and I. Aries is trying to do the same with Dutch as well. Oh, it's getting creepy. <laughs> yeah, it never like, gets sexual with Clint and Hank. But with Aries, true. like, oh, it was so nice when I saw Duchess and she jumped up and <laughs> licked me. It's like, all right, man, take it easy. Go, go get laid. Um, I mean, okay. he did. No, you sure did. So then we see Kirsten and Jasmine getting a little ice cream. And this is a fun segment. And I, I, I do want to follow this because I'm very curious. I'm invested. I'm not an investor, but I'm invested in this business. Honestly, after I was done with Pathfinder, I went to see if we can buy a bus and turn it around. Can I be 100% honest with you? Yeah, who will be cleaning all the pukes? Mm, good question. In college, you can ask my mom because I didn't get that far, but I got further than, than they got. I wanted to start a party bus slash just butt, like shuttle. Okay, mm -hmm. so I grew up in Connecticut around Quinnipiac area, Quinnipiac University, and about 15, 20 minutes away is downtown New Haven, all the bars, all the nightclubs, and my friends and I would go on summer break. We didn't go to Quinnipiac, but we'd go on summer break and we'd go to the bars and all the college kids would be there, and then you'd be 20, 30 minutes from home. You couldn't afford a cab. It'd be so expensive, especially when you're in college. And so one of us would have to DD, and it would suck, but all right, you do what you do. Me and one of my friends were like, why what's, what's DD? Designated driver. Ah. My friends and I were like, why don't we just pick up an old school bus, outfit it with some neon lights, a stereo system, and then just shuttle, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, shuttle mainly the Quinnipiac campus to downtown New Haven and maybe some surrounding areas, some off-campus housing. We'll pick them up and we'll do it. We'll charge, you know, nothing too expensive, but just the numbers will make sense. We started looking at buses. We were oh. naming. 
And my parents were like, this is a really good idea. You should do this. Long story short, we did not. But that's what I thought of when I heard about this business idea. Because yeah. especially in, in Nashville, it makes sense. It makes sense. But I'm talking 20 years ago, maybe, I don't know. There was no competition for this for me. There's how many party bus companies are there in Nashville? There's probably hundreds. I don't, I, honestly, yes. But at the, at the same time, everything is on one street and there's like a parallel street to it with the right. rest. So you can literally walk it. I don't, yeah, I don't think you, now granted, I know there are party buses there and they're successful, but yes, you just need someone to drop you off on Broadway and then yeah. pick you back up yeah. and get you home. But hey. They ran the numbers. They're like, well, you do a, a basic bus, you charge $600. Jasmine, like, boop, boop, boop on the phone, 500 grand a year, minus your overhead. Still walk away a few hundred thousand. But that would mean it would have to be successful. And you would have to do something different than the competition. Yes. And marketing, advertising. Yeah. So let's run through a couple of these names. Let's rock and roll, bus. No. no, I get the roll. I get the rock and roll pun. Believe me, I'm the king of puns over here. Not in Nashville. That's no. not, that's the country music cat. The whole rock and roll thing, that's a miss. Um, Jasmine's like, well, it's not bougie. How about the Dream Express bus? No. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Um, they're like, it's better. doesn't have the wow factor. Here's what I did. I should have written them down. I did not. I went on chat GPT. Little AI. Oh, okay. And I said, give me names for a party bus in Nashville. Let's Rock and Roll was better than anything that ChatGPT gave really? me. So, yeah, they were terrible. They were okay. Terrible. We could name it the Honky Tonky Bus. Honk. Honk Tonk Bus. Honk. Oh. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. The Honk Tonk Bus. Or... The Hank Tong bus and have Hank driving the bus. That's not bad. Um, the Hanky Tonk bus. Um, we did a we did a party bus for one of my friend's bachelor parties. It's called the Funk Bus. And I think I Is told it the, the one that someone peed out yeah. of the window? Yeah, I think I told that story where someone in the front of the bus opened the window and peed out of it because it was a long day at the beach. Then we hopped on the funk bus and you know, someone had to pee. And the the windows were open in the back of the bus, and the pee went out the front and into the back. <laughs> Did you get hit? Not I. No. Good. No. No. Okay. So that's their business idea, and I'm actually curious to see if if this takes off because it it seems promising. Yeah, yeah. Kirsten, she wants to just forget about the past and just move forward, and she's excited. Money, business—that's what she likes. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. All right, then next we go to Nicole and Chris packing, moving to a new apartment. I love the priorities. Where do you start? When you pack up an apartment, where do you start? Wine glasses. Yeah, I mean, you got to <laughs> pack them well. Well, yeah. We would be drinking out of the glasses, so we'd probably pack them last. But True. They go wine glasses first, and it starts them talking about hosting a party because they're going to they're going to move into their new place they're going to host Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And they say, "Well, we should invite my dad." Nicole says, "We should invite my dad. I think he would love to come." So they call Father Mark. Him this Cr- man. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I was going to say this man 
cannot shut up. This man cannot shut up. Also, this man and Chris, very similar fashion sense. Mark was rocking a tank top. Oh, yeah. And they seem to like each other a lot. And let's all go back to the beginning when Nicole's dad thought that he might be a serial killer. And now uh, they're besties. He's like, hey, Nicole, like, I need to talk my, now, to my boy. Now they share tank tops. Probably. Yeah. It was the go yoga that really brought them together. I guess. <laughs> so now he's naming chickens after everyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot it's about the chicken. He could not <laughs> stop talking. Yeah. Um, so he's excited. He's going to come. He'll come to the Thanksgiving dinner. It'll be good. I would love to host the Thanksgiving, but we live far away from everyone. We live far. The fam. Well, we do a joint thing, which I really enjoy. So I don't have the biggest family. It's really now it's really me, my mom, my dad and my sister. My sister and me and, and my parents. Well, they're too far and don't celebrate Thanksgiving. But my sister, her husband and their two kids. It recently expanded because my sisters only had kids in the past couple of years. But previously we we teamed up with another family which was basically like our extended family we had friends super close friends across the street so we joined forces and had had a bit of a thanksgiving celebration with the two families combined i think our place is too small we could never host more than four other people oh we could our place is, I don't want to flex, but we live in Florida, so a little cheaper than a lot of other states. Our place is not small. We would have to put the table in the living room. We would have to use the podcasting table. Okay. <laughs> and how many people could sit here? Six. Well, we can get another podcasting table. <laughs> <laughs> so we could go 12? Yeah. You couldn't we have fit the more space. than we just don't. We just don't have the equipment because we don't have that many guests ever. Fair enough. But, I would like to host one right? One day, host something. Host something besides a podcast. We would love to host the party for our friends, but everyone left. Yeah. We left too, but um, maybe one day. What I do you left, mean we left? We left the north. Oh. And our friends that we met down in the south, they went north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like swapping. It's like swap. Anyway, so... What are we talking about? Maps. Then we see Dom and and Mother Toya out for some margaritas. Dom's filling Toya in on how everything went down and what's going on. I think everyone, including Toya and including Gil, who we see later, everyone thinks that Dom just quit. Well, here's the thing. And, And Mother Toya feels for Dom because... It was mom's idea for Dom to get involved in this. Yes, but she also says, well, it's too bad it didn't work out. Like, it's too bad you guys are not even friends. Like, I think she liked Mac. No, I think she's saying it's too bad I made you sign up for this and go through this and you didn't get anything out of it. She's like, Mm. I think she's feeling guilt. And she's going, at least if you walked away with like a, a best friend, then I could say it was all worth it and I'm glad I made you do it. I think mom's sitting there. Sipping her margarita going, I messed up. I'm sorry I made you do this. Now you're now you're a villain. No, she's not a villain. She actually, I think, skirted that label. Like Alyssa mm-hmm. is a villain, capital V. Yeah. Dom could have been painted with that brush. 
but I think somehow, some way, she skirted it, and well, we, and no one really thinks that poorly of her. Because it wasn't so drastic as Alyssa was crying, saying, Chris is, like, gross and horrible, and... It was pretty bad. She it, called it after seven days, nine days, whatever she said, and she's like, I'm... Eleven. Okay. Pretty, that's pretty bad. It is bad, but I'm just saying the way she talked about him. Like, she tried and didn't work out, and... She wasn't walking around saying, oh, my gosh, like he's so, just disgusting. Like, I can't even take him. Like, ew, ew. She didn't say anything positive about him. No, but somehow, like, Alyssa, the, her whole persona, you look at her and you go, mean. Oh, yeah. Alyssa- Dom looks very positive. Like, without, like, even knowing her, if I looked at her or, like, saw her on the street, I feel like she always smiles. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. she's, a, she's a positive person. And she seems down to earth. She's out there fishing, yeah. grabbing fish with her hands and... How yeah. do you know? Because we saw in, early in the season she was out with her mom on the John boat I fishing. would grab a fish. <laughs> okay. John would not grab a fish. No. But uh, Alyssa, from episode one, she's like, well, I have nine other wedding dresses in case I can't find the one I like. And it's like, what am I on? What am I on? She didn't need anyone <laughs> to make her look bad. She made herself look bad. Dom, yes, I think she may have made some poor decisions. I think she should have go through this. Gina and Clint did. She should have tried. If anything, I feel like she would have grown. Yes. The one thing maybe mom can take solace in the fact that Dom's got her eye on another man, another maths man in Gil, and, and we'll get to that. But she would have never had the opening to talk to Gil had it not been for Matt. So if Gil is really the one and turns out to be the one, well, thank you, mom, for putting me on this track because I don't think I would have ever met Gil if I did not. So there's that. All right. Next, or is it time for a break? No, what are you trying to rush to a break for? I don't know. I feel like you always do. You always like... Leave it it to me, Theresa. Okay. Leave it to me. So let's go to Ares and Kendra. I want to talk about... The acai place, because ever since I learned how to pronounce acai, I cannot stop saying it because it's such a flex. Acai? Yeah. We, I, used, to, we used to buy a make, oh, make acai bowls. I learned how to say it properly six and a half years ago, but I'm saying before then, I was like, can I get the acai smoothie? I feel like acai just became popular like three years ago. Well, I'm ahead of the curve. Ooh. Trends see, I used to make acai bowls for breakfast. I should do it again. We you did didn't like, love like it, did you? Four years ago, we yeah. made them at home. Um, but yeah, no, acai, when you learn how to say it, the world just, I remember, I think Panera. Oh, Ugh. Overpriced hospital food. I hate Panera. I think Panera had like an acai tea or Why? something. And I remember when I was living in Connecticut being like, can I get the acai tea? <laughs> what <Whatever> we're on. <laughs> I'm sure the people at Panera thought I was pronouncing it correctly. Panera's the worst. Panera's. I, I don't know how that place is in business. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't like Panera. There was bacon turkey bravo. One good sandwich. Solid sandwich. Publix makes way better sandwiches. Oh, pub sub. Yeah. Absolutely. But but that's a specialty. A Panera, you find that any state, any city, and it's popping, and I don't know how. I don't know how either. Not a bad bagel. They have an okay bagel. Do they? If you're in a pinch. If you're in a pinch. Oh, I don't think I would ever want that. Anyways, Eris, Kendra, acai. <laughs> Not at Panera, at an acai place. So Kendra tried to 
get on maps. Yes, but she wasn't chosen. However, she reached out to Ares afterwards, but this is before it aired. The whole thing is a little fishy. I almost feel like maybe the experts were like, hey, like there was another girl. Maybe she might be a better fit for you. I think you got that right. Because I want to get this right. So there's another Maps podcast. Um, Are You My Podcast? We've okay. chatted with them a little bit yeah. here and there. Uh, they're They're great. They have a Facebook group and someone in their Facebook group did a little detective work. Ooh. Nicole. I think her name's Nicole. Who went on a date with Clint, La- the redhead. Oh, the sister. Yeah. Oh. Someone in their Facebook group said, wait a minute. Went back in time, went to the matchmaking special and found that Nicole was in the matchmaking special. She was trying to get on maps. What? So the whole thing is wonky and the experts definitely reached out. Or the producers reached out. And yeah. Yeah. But they didn't address that on the show. Well, like they Clint did. said, oh, my friend set me up. Right. Yeah, your friend, Pastor Cal. Liars. But I don't understand why you would hide that when you're coming clean here. Yeah. Unless they did some quick editing because it got out and we're like, all right, we better come clean. Unless, uh, I don't think Nashville is that big. And I think a lot of people you signed up no, for that. No, no, no. but no. I feel like if you are in a certain age range... And that you're single, that is maps, you're probably going to sign up if you like being on TV and you're looking for love. And so there is a possibility that some of his friends knew her, but maybe they knew her knowing that she also went to the audition and so were like, hey, okay. there's a guy who actually went through with it, but didn't end up being married. Would you like to meet him? Possible. Yeah. It's possible. All right. So... Kendra Ayers, they're doing their little date, and Kendra wonders why you guys got divorced, and Ayers says, well, there wasn't a spark. Okay, let me, I don't even want to ask what I'm going to. Oh, boy. I think Jasmine is very pretty. Mm -hmm. I think Kendra's pretty, too. Mm -hmm. I don't think Kendra's prettier than Jasmine. Oh, you shallow Teresa. I'm not shallow, but You're I'm, I'm shallow. talking about Addis. In the shallow. Like he was like, oh, I'm not attracted to Jasmine. And now we have Kendra. That's that's great. But I, do, I still feel like Jasmine is more attractive than Kendra. Okay. I think they're they're both very pretty. They are. I, 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 I won't fault you because I had the same thought when I first saw Kendra. Now, brace yourselves, everyone. I don't want to be canceled like Chris or Clint. But I think Kendra's got more curves, and I think that's what Eris was looking for. But it's not just that. It's not just that, but for Eris, it might be. I get. Here's the thing. I think Eris really fucked up because we see later him and Jasmine are really good friends. Mm-hmm. And I think he really fucked up because mm-hmm. they have this... They have but again, the, you could be friends because you're not attracted to the person. So there's no sexual tension. You guys just hang out and Eris likes playing fetch with Duchess. Like that could be it. <laughs> that could be. He, I guess. I mean, they are like you see them hanging out, just the two of them or two of them with someone else. And I do buy that they, they oh, are I friends. It. I buy it. But you never saw this when there was the pretense of a relationship. Now that that's gone, now that the sexual nature or the romantic nature of the relationship is off the table, now they can be friends. I guess. So I think that's important. I think he may be more attracted to Kendra for for reasons I've said. 
Maybe. I mean, they have things in common. They're both only children. Yeah. Their dads died when they were kids. Mm -hmm. But I think she is a God believer and he's not. Is that what they call it? And she wants someone who believes in Jesus and the other guy. Amen. Um, here's, Here's my favorite part of this date and a question that I think should be asked on every first date. Oh. What is your thermostat set at? I... Love this question. I love it too, but if you ask me, we would have not been a match. No, because John, Iris is like sixty-eight, and John is like, yes, (laughs) I'm like sixty-eight. Okay, you live in a mold house. If you live in Florida, they live in Nashville. It's a little cooler, but still mold house. Okay. And we came to a compromise. One we of our do four 72. C's. One of our four C's. 72 during the day, 69 during the night. You got that right. We don't go down to 68 anymore. 69 at night. Um, yeah, I just think it's a fun question. I like it. It's a great question. It's a fun question. Great question, but that can also be the, oh, no, thank you. But so can any question. That's the thing. There are plenty of couples, or there were before 2016, that had different political views. And they could be married and live a happy life. So just because you don't agree perfectly, just because my temperature would be 68 and yours would be 71. Two. Two. It's four degrees. That's fine. It's fine. Maybe 73 when you're not home. All right. Let's move on. (laughs) I'm sweating just thinking about it. Thoughts on a dog birthday party? I like it, but I would invite more dogs. I feel like Mm. they just invited people. So then poor Charlie, just the attention is off. They should have invited. They should have invited dogs. So okay, I don't want anyone to get upset with me here, but I'm all I'm all about it. I'm a, here for a dog party. I'm I'm down. Give me a dog birthday party. Give me any reason to celebrate. People yeah. should be celebrating more. So all about the dog birthday party, but don't expect me to bring a gift. Not for a dog. Sorry. I used to give gifts to my dogs. To your dogs? Yeah. If we got invited, I can't think of a friend. I don't don't know who of our friends has a dog. No one? But if they did, I don't know that I would bring a gift. I feel, I feel like I would I'd buy- I'd bring a bottle of wine for the, do- the dog owners. Yeah, I feel like I would buy a balloon. Like, I would not spend more uh, than $10. Oh, that's expensive. For a so- dog? The 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 Papuccino toy you bought for Fluffy was like fifteen dollars. Really? Yeah, and she loves it. She loves it. Uh, I, I'm regretting saying that because I guess maybe you buy him a little bag of treats we or something. We always buy gifts for Fluffy. I just when I forget who it was, Kirsten. Someone walked in with like a big wrapped well, box. That was Kirsten, but Kirsten was like, "Yeah, I like dogs, but like from the distance." Yeah, I just felt like. This is, I'm, I'm all about coming to the park and celebrating your dog, but don't expect me to wrap a box with a toy in it. I think I would get a big, big bone and put a bow around it. It's a fun, it's That's a fun, fun gift. That's fun. I mean, what else do you get for a dog? Did you see Nicole had like a custom Charlie sweatshirt on? Etsy. Hey. I've seen, I've seen stuff like this on Etsy. Okay. So... Everyone's there. It's a, it's a big celebration, as Teresa said. It's a people party, not a dog party. I felt bad. I was like, okay, it's for Charlie, and all you do, you let him walk on a table, which is just, just <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. But then you're like, okay, okay, you're walking on a table. Get off so I can talk to my friends. Poor Charlie. 
maybe not being appreciated. Maybe Charlie doesn't get along with other dogs because there's so many other dogs on this season. That I mean, Chris's been there. dogs were there. Uh, that's true. They were well, of course. You think Chris would hat. leave his dogs <laughs> home? No. I mean, they're his brothers. Do- Chris would be the the type of person who's like, well, I think my dogs should get presents too, just so they don't feel left out. Probably, yeah. You know. So everyone's there. They're talking. Mac had to jet real quick. I it seemed like he was heading back to Michigan, Michigan. Like that day. Yes, and Clint is like. Man, like, hanging out with Hank. I was uh, walking around all the municipal buildings uh, in Nashville. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Such a chick magnet. And Nicole's like, well, it would have been cool if you didn't try to get girls by using your ex-wife's dog. Uh-huh. And that's when Eris is like, yeah, you know, I've been watching Duchess. And, you know, she jumped <laughs> on me when I saw her, made me feel really good. Mm, he loves Duchess. Yeah, but in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, it is a different relationship that you know why it is? Because Duchess is a girl. I don't Hank think is that's, a boy. I don't think that's it. What what it is is it's sadder. There's this emptiness in Eris's life, and Duchess is filling it when he's like, Yeah, when I put the key in the door and I could hear her <laughs> scratching on the other like there's this em- Clint is just like, yeah. Hank and I hang. We go for drive. <laughs> like, there's no real <laughs> sadness behind that relationship. Although he keeps telling Gina he's going to pay $10,000 for Hank. Yeah. I was going to ask, because we'll see the dog breeder later. Yeah. That house, it's a huge brick mansion. I was like, how much do dog breeders make? But you're right. You get a couple Clint's. You can live in wherever I mean, you want. if you breed... Pure breeds. You have fancy parents. Imagine if you have a dog that went to Westminster and you're breeding him. You can charge thousands. I told you about the lady's house I was in the other week who had greyhounds. Oh, yeah. And they had these awards. (laughs) I think you need to explain a little bit because it sounds really weird. What do you mean? You're like, oh, you remember the lady's house I was just in? Looking at a house. Oh, yeah. And and a lady had these certificates or awards on the wall and because she had award-winning greyhounds. They won races, and it said how much they paid out. And it was like $75,000, $125,000. So, yeah, you start spreading that seed around. You start breeding some award-winning dogs, and you make some money. I mean – I was like reading an article about the Westminster dog show that John and I are obsessed with. And apparently it's more difficult and more time consuming to become a judge on the Westminster dog show than to become a surgeon. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but, that's one of the well, judges. Just, one of the judges said it. You uh, need to go through all these like trainings and you need to just you need to be out there. I, to I, be able to judge dogs. I just think there are fewer positions. There are thousands of surgeons. True. There's, I would love to judge there's dogs. There's a handful of these judges. So I like think if, I, if I could judge dogs on Westminster, I would just be like, swell, swell, not swell, semi-swell, swell. Go, three, go. Everyone, go. All right. That would be me. Well done. Also, watch Best <laughs> in Show. If you're, looking oh, for, yeah. if you're looking for a laugh, if, if next Wednesday you're not going to tune in, to maths, they're on Best in Show. Best in Show is so good. That's good. Um, all right. 
nothing much from this dog party other than Dom wondering if Kirsten wants to be friends with Shaq or not. And she's like, I, I don't know. I don't want to have much of a connection with him. I just want to move forward. Yeah. 22 days after D-Day. Gina and D-Nice and her stepdad, they're at a restaurant. Well. Did I skip something? Oh, yeah. No, I skipped. Oh. Yeah, because nothing was happening. But Gina's just telling mom about Clint trying to buy Hank. And mom is like, absolutely fucking not. That's my grandchild. Yeah. And Gina goes, well, there is another guy from the process who ended up getting divorced pretty early on. And we we went out on a date. And, you know, who better than someone who knows what I've been through to to connect with? And D-Nice is all about it. Because D-Nice is like, well, I want my dog grandson, but I also want a grandson, like a human grandson. Yeah, and speaking of that cool dude. So cool. We saw a self video of Meg in Michigan in his <laughs> sunnies just walking around this weed, telling us what position. I was like, is this feeling, a, he's shooting a hip-hop video or what's going on here? He's like, I'm back in Michigan, bitches. Uh, more money here. More money with my weed. Um, he literally goes, you know, I thought I could take a pay cut and be a little more humble, but I'm back to that money. And he's got his sunglasses on inside. Like, I get it. There's lights at the grow house. But it was just, I've never seen that Mac before. I feel like I should get into weed. Growing? I think yeah. it's very illegal here in Florida. So don't <laughs> say that on the podcast. No, no, no. Just like with some of the legal, legal stuff. Maybe I'll, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we have a friend in the business. Yeah, I cannot even keep a cactus alive, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, this is probably a good time to take a break. All right. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will we'll talk about we'll talk about the rest of the show. How about that? All right, we'll be back in a second. And we're back. Wait, you said I should take the lead. Oh, so, I just and we're back. I hello, just, hello, Jonathan. Oh, Therese, I'm in on this next segment. Okay, John is like, okay, we're gonna go back uh, recording. Please take the lead. <laughs> and then, and then he <laughs> pressed play. He pressed play. He's like, hello, everyone, we're back. I'm like, when have you ever welcomed us back from a commercial break? Well, I was about to. All right. Well, you did not. You didn't say hi to me. You got aggressive with you me. You messed it up. I'm trying to I'm trying to settle down, get back in the groove. And I was trying to take the lead. And we're back, <laughs> Teresa. We're back. We're back to Shaquille, Jasmine, and Eris hanging out, question mark. I'm like, are <laughs> That's they, why I was like, you take the lead on this one, because I was like, I, I don't even know what I happened here. I don't think here. they are... F I don't... I think it's definitely production-driven saying, hey, guys, you're going to go out and hang out. But at the yeah. same time, I still think that Jasmine and Addis hang out because when you see them in the group setting, they still end up chatting together. They still end up, like, talking and hanging out when they don't have to. Yeah, because I don't know if anyone likes Eris. I think people like Jasmine for I think sure. people like Eris. Who do you think is friends with Eris? Oh, Clint, Shaq, Mag. I think they're all friends with Eris. I think Eris might be a good friend. He's just shitty when she talks about women, but he yeah. may be a good friend. Okay, potentially. So they basically just want to know, Shaq, if you want to be friends with Kirsten. And he says he does, but he feels like Kirsten can't even look at him. 
No shit, Shaquille. That was pretty good. I thought you were going to say no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I was like, you really pulled that one out. What's Sherlock? Like Sherlock Holmes? Uh-huh. You, Why would I, I say I, that? I don't know. It's a saying. Is it? It's an American colloquialism. No shit, Sherlock. Oh, I think because Sherlock was a detective. Yeah. And so if you like say something that's obvious, it's like, no shit, you don't have to be a detective. He was British. Okay. Well, we say it here in America. <laughs> I should have said no shit Sherlock when you said he was British. Sherlock Holmes. Say it again. No shit Sherlock. No, the British part. Oh, Sherlock. <laughs> I meant, never mind. I missed, I missed it. It's my own fault. Wait, wait, wait. What am I supposed to say? I, oh, 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 he's British. No shit Sherlock. <laughs> Let's talk, let's talk about the other scene that was teased more than anything, which was Gina talking to her divorce lawyer. Oh, yeah. Sarah. Uh, First of all, MAFs must have divorce lawyers on staff. Yes. You, ha you have. That's a, that's a write-off. They're on staff. And second of all, I'm sure the editors were watching this and they were like, it's fucking boring. I don't think anyone's going to be watching it. Let's make them. Here's, here's the wildest thing that I learned from this conversation. Because I think it's probably industry standard. The dog custody bottles? No. Oh. <laughs> Lawyers bill in six-minute increments. Oh. At least Sarah did. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, yeah. Because Gina's like, well, how much does divorce cost? Which is such a good generic ambiguous question especially on maps it should be zero yeah like they pay pc dp and probably a few divorce lawyers yeah but sarah's like well it varies some people they agree right away you're done with it bada bing bada boom other people they fight for years when you fight for years you're paying for a lawyer for years and you don't pay by the year you don't pay by the month you don't pay by the week you don't pay by the hour you pay by the six minutes. You pay a lawyer every six minutes. Which is ridiculous. I should have gone to law school. It's insanity. I still think Why? about it. I would even understand. And I, I listen, I'm sure there are lawyers. We had a lawyer for our immigration. He charged a flat rate, I'm pretty sure. He because said, she, it was for our case. But he said like, if the, case, the more difficult the case gets... I think the more money he charges. Yeah. But ours wasn't difficult. So it was kind of like putting the paperwork together and signing it off. He knew how much that he's done it so many times before. Because he interviews people. You go right. for an interview and he goes deep and he tries to figure out if this is real. Yeah, we, how, hag we haggled with him. We knocked yeah. off like 500 bucks because we were like, come on, we're a pretty clean case. Look at all the evidence. Look at us. We're pretty like same age, right? Like, so he gave us a little bit of a deal. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure other cases be more expensive, but then it was, he was like, yeah, then if it goes beyond this, I think maybe it was an hourly rate, but Sarah bills every six minutes. Yeah. I mean, we talked to him like twice and then the rest, he billed us for the work that the paralegal did, uh, yeah. but I know he was double checking and signing everything. So, yeah. but yeah, it, lawyers are expensive, but every six minutes, damn. It's crazy. That is crazy. 
Oh. Such a random number, too. Every uh-huh. five minutes. I should go to law school. Well, because it was a tenth every tenth of an hour. That's what she said. Yeah, even Gina was like, I probably should become a lawyer. Yeah. Um, so the question was if Clint has any legal right to Hank. <laughs> and this is what we've been teased with thinking, oh my gosh, there is going to be a battle over Hank. Mm-hmm. So apparently he does not really, he can visit Hank and Gina's fine with it, but Gina got him before she married Clint and... Yeah, the 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 soundbite that got everyone to lean in was... Well, possession is nine-tenths of the law. And we have all these clips of Clint galvanting around with Hank. And we're yeah. like, oh, shit. And then there is a Gina just talking about joking. She's joking how Clint is not going to take Hank. Right. But the tease was like, he's not. If right. he thinks he's going to get Hank, that's not going to happen. Right. But, but she was joking, but it wasn't joking in the previews. And we we're like, oh, my gosh, this gonna get juicy Clint is going to. Make out with Dom, cheat on Gina, <laughs> steal Hank. Yeah. None of that happened. Yeah. But it was interesting because Sarah said, well, you know, if, if you do let Hank or if you do let Clint take Hank for the weekend or if you're going away, if he's dog sitting, you should have him put it in writing that he's bringing him back. Like there should be evidence that you're not giving Hank to Clint. You're just giving Hank to Clint for the time being. I mean, I don't think, yes, that makes sense. But at the same time, I don't think Clint is crazy. Like, I don't think no. Clint is a crazy person who would be malicious and try to steal no, the dog. I don't think so. I also think he jokes about giving her 10 grand for Hank, obviously. I think he would buy the dog. Well, I think he would too, but then. Look, I hate to say this. I hate to even go here because I don't know well enough if this is the case, but. I don't see the bond between Hank and Gina that I see between Hank and Clint. Because it wasn't portrayed. It was That's all about That's what I'm saying. It was all about Clint and Hank. So imagine every once in a while Gina says something like, Ugh, I would love to go to Mexico, but I have Hank. I, I can't afford to board him. Oh, I would love to take on more clients at work, but I gotta be home to walk Hank. Imagine she threw a couple of those out. I could see Clint going. Listen, I'll buy. I'll take them from you. I'll, I'll take them off your hands. Ten thousand dollars. So, yeah, I, it's possible. Listen, if anything, she can travel now and have someone to watch Hank for free. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Let's skip over moving day. There was nothing there. Chris was wearing a tank top. That's all I took note of. <laughs> Nicole and Chris moved into their new place. Looked nice. My 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 notes say Nicholas giving a tour. That's it. That's it. That's it. Not even a good tour. Okay. Then we see Kirsten meeting her cousin and her husband in their big, big house. Takina and Glenn. What do these people do? They have all these big houses. Sell a lot puppies. of big houses. Right? A lot, a lot of big houses. Well, I think this house was abnormally big. large. Oh, what, I, what kept catching my attention was what Glenn was doing the entire time. I'm like, he's just sitting there like packing toys. Who's he's, Glenn? The cousin, oh. the husband, <laughs> he was just like putting toys in a box. Maybe they did like toys for thoughts. Maybe. I don't know. I was like. I do it every year. Like do you do it? it? I do it for you. Uh, yeah. I pay with our card for the toys. So oh, you nice. do it too. That's nice. So uh, Kirsten, I was like, who are we talking about? Kirsten was going there to break the news that her and Shaq got a divorce. And the minute she walks in, the is like, 
cousin, where is your ring? And Kirsten's like, well, that's what I'm here to talk about. And they're like, well, because Kirsten says what happened. And they're like, well, maybe like, do you think there was something you could have done differently? And here's what I'm going to say. Like watching Kirsten, like interacting with other people. I just think she was being herself in the relationship, but it wasn't enough for Shaquille. Like yeah. Kirsten needs someone who's going to be as mellow as she is and kind of a, I don't want to say she's emotionless. She does have emotions. She's but kind she's of a, emotionless. She doesn't show it. I think she shows it in her own way. And you cannot give shit someone for that. She, I think emotionless people don't have friends. They don't, they don't show up for others, mm-hmm. right? She does all that. It's just she's not emotional. No. And yeah. Shaquille, who cries every other day, he needed someone <laughs> who's going to be just going there, going to the conferences and sitting in the first row with a big sign. And yep. that's not her. That's my man. And that's not her. And that's why I, I get it didn't work out. But for Shaquille to say, oh, no emotions, like she's, it's not true. It really is not. Okay. All right. Like, I, I, I can get emotional, but I only do it in front of you. I don't get emotional outside of a relationship. That's a good point. That's a good point. You feel comfortable enough around me. Yeah. To let your guard down and get emotional. I would never do it in a work environment. I would never get even like upset or any emotions other than what's within the standards, right? At home, I see a seal, I cry. Mm -hmm. Uh, I see something stupid, I feel bad, I cry, right? But that's not me outside. That's fair. And I was going to say, well, the cameras were around, so maybe even around Shaq, Kirsten had her guard up. But there's always those moments off camera that the real you is revealed. And there was no talk of that. Like, oh, Kirsten's a different person when the camera's not yeah. around. I, I kind of disagree with you. I don't think she's, I think she's emotionless. I don't think so. For I lack of a better term. I don't think she's emotional, no. But I think emotionless are People who are serial killers, people who don't sure. care. Well, I don't think she's clinical, but even think about her and Jasmine talking about the business. She wasn't like that excited about it. She was still pretty flat. But that's, okay. That's emotion. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to bring up my friend Anna. She has okay. a certain personality. You know our friends don't know her. Yeah, but I'm talking about our friend Anna. No, my no. friend Anna. Yeah, but like. Anna, who did, who did we say she reminded us of? We just watched something. Oh. We're like, oh, that's like Anna. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I can't Farmer think wants it. a wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guys, we did it for a Patreon bonus, <laughs> and you better believe we watched every single episode of it. Oh, yeah. And so my friend Anna's kind of like that. She's not really out there. What's her name? Um, Megan. Megan on yeah. Farmer Wants a Wife. The I, need one- get, I need to check, check on them. Yeah. Check in on them. But... She's not really out there. She's not overly excited over anything. She goes on a date and she doesn't really talk. And I, I've in, I've been on dates with her, not to be on a date with her, but we met her when she was sure. on a date with a guy and she doesn't really talk. She doesn't say anything. And then I talked to her. She was like, what a great date. And so there, everyone. I'm has, not saying that Kirsten doesn't have feelings. I'm saying she has an emotion. personality. Everyone expresses themselves differently, too. I know. Yeah, and I just think Shaq calling her emotionless is just a little a little unfair. All right. Uh. I'll say this. 
right? Say it. I just did. Oh, all right. <laughs> Let's talk about the dog breeder, Jennifer. Oh, my gosh. I, Clint has gotten the best edit that anyone's ever gotten on a reality TV. The past, like, month has just been his love story with dogs. <laughs> That's true. Right? It's been so sweet and wholesome. And it went from him calling a woman f- basically fat on true. TV. Where we all were like, oh, I dare you. How can you talk about right. a woman? like, Especially a woman who literally is not any of that. Right? We all were like, sure. are you not? Re- yeah, you regardless. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and now, like, he literally flipped. <laughs> He's just and running I- through fields with golden retrievers, <laughs> golden doodles. Like, You know what it also is? The fact that him and Gina became friends. Like, if they didn't, if it was nasty. Did they? I think so. I think they're friends. Okay. They're maybe not besties, but I think they're friendly. Okay. So, Clint realizes, I guess, Hank is too expensive. He's not going to ever be able to afford him. So he wants to go get a dog of his own, a medium to large golden doodle. Yeah, doodle poodle. That's what I call them. Doodle poodle. Mm-hmm. Bring out the puppies, Jennifer. Because I think they're a mix of a doodle and a poodle. Okay. I don't know what a doodle is, but. Yeah. Okay. That's what <laughs> I call them, the doodle poodle. Okay. So Jennifer's like, wow, your beard really matches these dogs pretty well. Carolyn just like, oh my gosh. And I was just like, Jennifer, don't say the G word. Don't say it. What's the, what's the G? Ginger. Oh. I thought she was going to be like, oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, you're going to lose a customer. Well, Clint is like, well, you know, I would love to just get these puppies, but I'm going to think it through. I'm going to take my time. I'm, I'm a meeting. Gonna... I'm meeting a few other <laughs> He's taking it so seriously. I love it. You don't just want to rush into a relationship with a dog. I mean, getting a dog is a serious thing. Even like on Petfinder, that you're basically rescuing a dog, right? Oh. From a shelter, you still need to apply. You need to show your income. You need to tell them where you live. Some some like shelters come to a home visit. And I'm just saying saving dogs. This is a purchasing. A, okay. Thank what you. What is it? A first class Thank dog. You. Thank Why? you. Okay. Because first of all, this changes the edit for me. I, I I don't know if I fully support going and buying a dog. There's so they're many not that, gonna buy a dog. There's so many that need to be adopted. But we're gonna adopt. But a dog. the other day, like a day or two ago, I saw something from some social media account related to maths that was like adopt dogs. Dogs need to be adopted. And I was like, why is a maths account posting this? Probably because we have this whole storyline mm. of Clint going to pay for this perfect specimen of a dog when there are so many dogs that need to be adopted. That's true, but I'll say this. If you're going for a specific breed, I mean, you may find it in the shelters, but it's a lot of dogs in the shelters are mixed breeds, right? Sure. Um, and just to give you an example... I, my first dog, Ida, was a mixed breed. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who her mom or dad was. I got her as a puppy. No idea what she's going to look like, right? Mm-hmm. She was beautiful. But she passed away when she was five because her shit is just her <laughs> intestines. Oh, it wasn't God. me. Uh-huh. It wasn't me. Uh-huh. Her belly became like three times the size. And basically the vet said she had like some sort of a cancer. And so they had to put her down. So we got Alitza. Alice, Alitza in check. <laughs> and Alitza was supposed to be um, Jack Russell Terrier, but she was like mixed with something. Uh-huh. Same thing. Alitza got paralyzed 
Oh God! <laughs> it wasn't me. She passed. Who's the common denominator, Teresa? <laughs> she when she passed away, I was in the U.S. My dad actually felt so. My dad, since it was happened, she became sick, right? To the point that she was a hard time, like walking, eating, and but sometimes my parents like carried her out so she can lay in the sun. And her favorite spot was behind the door. Mm. And one day my dad opened the door mm. and he hit her. And that was after that she could not walk anymore. But she was already sick. My dad feels bad. He still thinks maybe uh, he did something to her spine. But after the doctor goes like, we need to put her down. Like she just, she couldn't even stand up and pee, right? So after my mom goes like, I don't want to get mixed dogs because they have all these issues. No, so they, they don't. Your dad paralyzed the dog. No, they, I'm telling you, she they had issues with her spine. I think my dad just kind of, you know... Set it on fire. What do you call it? I don't know. I, I, I'm very uncomfortable with this conversation. John, my dad didn't mean to. She was behind the door. I know accidents happen, but you're putting this on mixed breeds. It's not totally on mixed breeds. No, it's not. But my parents were unlucky twice, right? Mm -hmm. So then my mom said, I want a dog, but I want a dog that I know the history. So they went to a breeder and they got Fluffy. Fluffy is a purebred border collie. Hmm. Huh. Just turned 13. All right. Super healthy. Knock it. Okay. But my parents knew the history. They they knew the parents. They right. they talk about it. Like, all right. I'm all for adopting, right? But I'm yeah. telling you, my parents got unlucky twice. And so then they went to breeders so okay. they can kind of prevent certain illnesses. All right. Okay. So all just right. saying. All right. Let's move on. Just a disclaimer. My dad did not kill the dog, guys. The dog was sick already. I'm serious. Okay. If I made it sound like that, my dad did not. It literally so. made it sound like you had this beautiful dog sitting by a door. Your dad no. opened the door into it. I, I said that my parents already had to carry her outside to lay in the sun. Okay. It just, yeah. All right. All right. It was very sad. It was my dog. Like, I'm going to cry. I'm about to cry. She is. There are tears in her eyes. Yeah. Okay. Dom is FaceTiming Gil. I did not. Well, this was not a date. This was like an interview. Dom needed a drink in her hand or something to loosen her up, to make it feel more fun. It really just felt like, all right, let's, can you schedule 15 minutes on your calendar? I want to talk. Yeah. She's holding the semi-swell dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she explains like, well, the marriage ended quickly, wasn't getting good feelings. So I decided to end it and goes like, oh, how long did it last? And she goes, 11 days. I'm going to say this. I think Maths made guilt to do this. Because 100%. He, not, he was not excited and he was so not into this. He even was like, well, you know, uh, when it comes to this process, um, you should have given it your all. Like you should have tried and should have seen it through. Yes. Like he was saying the right thing. And I, I think he was looking at her as, okay, well, you didn't try. So if you didn't try this why would you want to try with me the irony of gil saying that is clearly his relationship failed so he's not the poster boy of math's success we so, know but he was the good one his wife was i know but he's basically saying well even if it sucks you should stay in it and just waste a few weeks of your life it's like well why you're divorced now what did you gain from i it? think you just learn i think you really learned what you don't want, if anything. Sure. Like, you learn what you're not looking for. Sure. The best part was Dom is clearly into it. She's feeling Gil. Gil, 
He's like, well, maybe, possibly, we can do this again, depending on my schedule. I'm busy for the next four weeks, but... And then Dom is like, I think we hit it off. It's like, (laughs) why are you on the same call as we were? Yeah. Was your connection bad or something? Because the connection was bad. Yeah, the very bad connection. I don't think anything will happen here. I feel like Gil was approaching it more... From a mentorship perspective, he's like, yeah. okay, you've been through this process. It didn't work. Let me kind of help you through. Yeah. As opposed to we can get together. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Shaq and Kirsten meeting up in the park. This is the big meeting. Yeah. Kind of a big dud. You can tell that Kirsten is over it because she showed up in her workout clothes. Like if she was. Shaq showed up. Ready to dance. Oh, he did. But I, there was a part of me that I was like, maybe they can get back together. But when I saw when I saw her, she showed up in her workout clothes. And that's perfect. She looked very pretty. I wear workout clothes all the time. But that means like you're there to say your piece and you're, you're out. Like you're not there to try uh, to get back together. You're not there for anything else. I guess. I mean, they lived together. They were married. I don't think she needs to go to the salon and show up looking like a 10. No, but she, she always like, even like when she goes to work, like she looks very nice, yeah. right? This was just, if, you, if you're going to meet someone that there is a potential of something, I'm a, you're a girl, you dress up. I dress up when we go out to dinner. Come on. Sure, sure. So you dress up. But when we go to Publix to get groceries, like, yes, I wear workout clothes because why not? That was, that's the equivalent of Kirsten meeting Shaq. Just yep. to, to get something that she needs to get, like, when we go to Publix and just go home. <laughs> yeah, basically she just wanted to know, why did you cry on decision day? And he's like, because I did it for myself. I chose <laughs> myself. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so bad, dude. I, I, did, I don't mind Shaq, but... I like Shaq. He's been a little shellfish. I, I like, well, yes and no. If you're not feeling it, then... You go your separate ways. I don't think he did anything wrong. I, I find it peculiar that he wants he wants her to get a job where he works basically and just go on every business trip with him. But I mean, lie a little. Let's just say, you know, like we didn't, I cried because it was the end of something that we worked on, but it, it just didn't work out for us. And that's why I cry. He's like, I cry because I chose myself. That's so bad. Yeah. I, I kind of buy it. I, I think he felt I don't bad. Buy I think he it. felt bad that he was being selfish, and so he cried. Shaq could move to the Czech Republic with his honesty. <laughs> so he blunt. would blend right in. So I think I think he does feel bad because I think he thinks friendship is some consolation prize. Because he goes, "Well, where do we go from here?" And Kirsten's like, "Well, we go our separate ways." He thought, "Well, maybe." friendship because i think he thinks well that makes it better i know we're not together but like i can still be your friend and she's like no why would i be your friend but she said they can be cordial yeah so and he's like and kirsten walks away and shaq is like you see no emotion no nurturing personality (laughs) that's what i expected it's like why would she nurture you if you basically said no when she said yes like what do you expect her to like So you sit on her lap and she's going to, I don't know, do the horse. Speaking of that, that that interview scene with Chris (laughs) and Nicole 
And I was like, why is Nicole sitting on Chris's lap during this? She looked like that. What do you like, call um, What do you call that person that mm-hmm. like has like the fake person mm-hmm. and they do the talking when they're not talking? Ventriloquist. Really? Yeah. That they have the fake person talking when they're talking, but mm-hmm. it doesn't look like they're talking? Hand up the person's butt? Yeah. Yeah, ventriloquist. What? Ventriloquist. That's so difficult. And then the dummy. The dummy is the... Yeah. Nicole would have been the dummy in that scenario, but... I think it's actually Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Nicole and Chris are throwing axes, axes with my exes. That was pretty good. That uh, was that's what the Clint I think said. Clint said, "Yeah, Clint." I like Clint. I know we all like Clint. Yeah. Um. Everyone joins on one last hurrah, and Ares is like, "Yeah, Matt can't be here. I called him. He didn't pick up. So I don't know, Gina, Dom. Can one of you guys?" That's what I'm saying. Aris is friends with all these guys. Okay. Aris and Mac, I can see. Mac is just like checking on his weed and his sunnies. <laughs> yeah. Just being cool. So Gina. Up in Michigan. Gina tries to call Mac. <laughs> he, does, he does not answer. And Gina's like, maybe he's on a date. I, I can see them talking, but I don't think if Mac is loving Michigan and all that money and Gina has a salon. She's got a salon. In Nashville, like, it's not going to fly. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you can kind of sense Clint giving Dom some eyes. Like you mm-hmm. feel there's a little bit of a vibe going on. Clint's like, do we look good together? And he puts his head on Dom's shoulder. And Nicole says, Dom, would you go on a date with Clint? Nicole needs to stop this. Nicole's the host. Yeah. Hostess with the mostess. She's the hoe. No, she's not. <laughs> you stop it. <laughs> And Dom's like, possibly, maybe, possibly. I mean, not, not a hoe in a bad way. Hoe in like, all right, you're here to stir the pot. Yeah. yeah. No, we've we've come around on Nicole. Yeah, I like Nicole. Yeah. Um, and so then Gina asks if Clint would. And he puts his arm around Dom. And it kind of seemed like a bit to me. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see Clint really being that into Dom, but I think he was into the bit. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's into Dom. I don't think Dom is into Clint. Mm, I could see that more than the other way. Really? I think, I don't. I hate to say, but I think Clint might be too old okay. for Dom and the other way around. She might be too young for him. Okay. For what they're looking for. And yeah, I don't see them, but I see them like maybe messing around a few times. Sure. Like being a bank buddies. So Nicole goes, all right, well, here's the game. This is my game. This is my rules. Here's the rules. Throw the axe. You each throw. Clint, you throw. Dom, you throw. If the axe sticks, you kiss. Well, Dom really sucked at it before. So I almost feel like that's why she said it. Because Dom couldn't even... Dom couldn't make it stick when they were playing. But they should, But that's the thing. It should be the opposite. It's like, if you each miss, you have to kiss. But it wasn't even like you have to hit the bull bullseye. Is it the bullseye? It's close. Bullseye. Bullseye. It was just like just hit the ball. It's just like let it let it. But stick. shouldn't it be like if you miss, you kiss? It's hard to make it. Don't you, don't you want them to kiss? So I you guess. just said like you just said if you both achieve the hardest thing, if you both succeed at the hardest thing, then you can kiss. Well, it's like the odds of them kissing are very low then. It should be like, if you both miss, you have to kiss. I guess. And it rhymes. It even rhymes, Teresa. 
If you both miss, you have to kiss. I don't really know what you're saying. I mean, they missed. No, they both stuck it. Yeah, but anywhere. The game was like, just make it stick. I know, but did, how many times did you see them throwing it and just bouncing off the thing? Just Dom. Mm. Clint was good. He, I think he was the one who hit the bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> bullseye. No shit, sure. Why? There's just one. Why would you, why would you say bulls? There are no two bulls, just Possess- one. Possessive. Apostrophe. Well, there's no apostrophe, but it's, it's the bull's eye. Okay. Possessive. Oh. Right? Yeah, I like bull eye. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. English lesson over. They both hit it. They both stick it, which means they kiss. That was like a good makeout sesh. That was a pretty good makeout sesh. Yeah, but here's why I'm like, they're not vibing each other. Because then they got kind of emotional, like, ah, oh, let's look back. We all got married and look at us now. Most of us just being friends, right? And they were like walking off and Clint, they were like holding each other. And when Dom saw they're like away from the camera, she immediately pulled away. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Clint, he, however. (laughs) He was committed to the bit. He was committed to the bit, but she like, you could see like they did a few steps and they kind of turned around the corner, but the the camera was still on them. She like pulled away. Mm, Interesting. Mm. So Gina... Says, seeing Clint kiss someone else, confirmation, he was not my match. I didn't feel an ounce of jealousy. You see, I don't buy it. Oh, I buy it. I think there was something between them. They just never got past the friend zone. I was with you. I thought that too until a couple episodes ago. And then I was like, nah, no, they would have, I think they would have pulled through at the end. Because I thought they were both feeling the same thing. They they were into each other. Then they fell on hard times. They were out of each other. But then if they really wanted to make it work, they could have. They didn't make it work. So I thought, all right, then you're not into each other. You had the chance. You didn't go for it. You're not. Oh, I, I don't think they are that much. But I think they are a little bit. So like seeing him kissing Dom, like it definitely, even Dom, when... Meg went on a David Gina Dom was like, well, this is not cool. Sure. It's awkward. Yeah. I don't know that you feel jealousy, but you probably feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, that was my husband. Yeah. So two different things, two different feelings. But let's see. You think we're going to get news that they're back together? Well, the preview said they've been hanging out more than before, after the show. Okay. So... I'm pretty sure it's just editing again. And it's probably going to be like, yeah, we hang out when we hand hang over to each other. Right. So, but I'll watch. You'll watch. I think that might be the season for us. We'll see. I think this might be it for us. May or may not. This may or may not be it for us for season 16 of Maths. Why did I start saying may or may not? Teasing the Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) We may... Or may not be in costumes. (laughs) Guys, we always are. (laughs) The season's coming again. We always are in costume (laughs) for Halloween. Um, So, yeah. Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. That was a treat. So, next week is this random math people talking about the show, not covering it. No. We'll, We'll be watching it. Then we may or may not recap the reunion. Here's what I'll say. If we do recap the reunion, it will be one episode. So it would be like 
after the latter reunion because it's a two-part reunion. Okay. So I think we would watch both and, and release one overarching recap of the reunion. All right. I think it just makes sense. We we'll have, see. We have other pods. We have Match Me Abroad. So like, I think it just makes sense. Yeah. Plus you are traveling. I'll be traveling. I'm traveling. You'll be with me. Yeah. Yeah. So... Let's see. We're not promising, but we'll watch it. And if it's worth talking about, we can talk about it. Yeah, we'll about, see, guys. About that? Either way, thank you for hanging in there and hanging with us for this season. For sure. We uh, we hope we helped make it a little bit more enjoyable because we know a lot of you guys bowed out about halfway through. But, but you still listen to us and that's what we care about. That's really As long as we're hanging together. Literally. That's all that matters to us. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers to that. Um, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. That's where you get the updates. What's coming next? As I said, we're doing Match Me Abroad. That's kind of taken this time slot for now, but we'll see what happens after that. You want more content? You got it. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Yes. Make sure you're following the podcast right here. So easy to do. Smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful relationship between Hank and Clint. <laughs> because I cannot say the season was hot. No. I usually say at the end of the season, I say smash like it's as hot as the season. But this is not the case. But the relationship between a dog and a man, hot. Yeah. Also, I wish I said this earlier. Call in. Call in on the Instagram. Let us know if you're excited or... And or going to be watching the next MAF season. Denver. Which is Denver. And I think it's going to start in July. That's my guess. Call and let us know. Are you going to watch? Are you excited? Because we're figuring that out as well. Yeah, we're trying to figure out if we should cover or not. Or or if we should take a MAFs break. Yeah. Because this season, from what you guys told us, wasn't as successful. Eh, We can kind of feel it. But it's up to you guys. If you yeah. guys are in, we're in. We're here for you guys. Yeah. If you tell us that yes, then we do yes. But if you tell us no. We'll find something else. Yeah. Then we'll find something else. Exactly. So, yeah. Call and let us know at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Um, thank you for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. We love love. We love love. We love love. So that is it. As far as I'm concerned, that's the season. That's Married at First Sight. I've said it all. I've said too much. I've said too much. You always do. With that, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.